0: Get ready for a no-B.S. approach to health and fitness. This is MBS Fitness Radio. Hi, welcome back to MBS Fitness Radio. I am here with Brandon Artiles. Brandon is the uh, wrestling coach at ECS, and we're here to kind of talk about uh, not only the physical nature of wrestling, but also kind of the mental aspect of it, uh, the rest that kind of impacts kids. kids. Uh, so Brandon, uh, says say hello, hello to everyone, everyone and then kind of just introduce us, you give, give us your, your background. background.
1: Hello everyone, but nailed it. Artillies. Yeah. Artillies. We practiced that before we got this thing going. First and foremost, thanks for having me on. This is like a real treat for me. I'm yeah. usually on the other side of the mic interviewing somebody. So uh, I'm happy to be the subject today. And, and so thanks for giving me the opportunity to share uh excited to be in this seat uh but my background with wrestling uh I started when I was in seventh grade and it was like when I think back on my life you know where I'm at like right now it is by far one of the most fundamental aspects of my growth you know as a a person and I learned so much from it and my you know inspiration to coach now is just to pass it along I think that's what we strive for. I think when God gives us opportunities and talents and gifts, it's like, you know, uh, am I just going to keep this experience for myself or how can I use this to to the benefit of others? So when I got the uh, youth program started in 2018 at ECS, that that was really the catalyst for it is just wanting to be able to use that as a means to uh, pass something on.
0: What sparked that? Because I graduated from ECS. We did not have wrestling at the time. What sparked the interest within that community? to start that program?
1: Well, what it boiled down to is, is me just kind of taking inventory of my giftings and what I had yeah. to offer. And I will say something special about the ECS community, which I will brag on a lot. I, I can't help myself, but I will say is, um, they're just very receptive. Um, and if you bring an idea to the table, you know, uh, as I did to the, uh, athletic director at the time, um, he was like, sure. He said, it wasn't this idea of like, "No, nah, that's, that's not for us. It yeah. was just like, let's go Let, let's see if we can get make this happen and uh so just having it be receptive and received well that was all the foundation i needed to just kind of run with it how long were you on staff prior to that i wasn't uh, that was this was I, i've only been on staff at ecs uh, okay. going back to last school year so okay. i started on staff in this in this role of okay a annual fund director and and director of advancement in the past year or so um so that was all volunteer driven okay and that was again to, going back to that point it's um, ECS does something where it just makes you want to go, Hey, how can I contribute? Yeah. How can I be a part of this? How can I be a part of the community and part of the mission? And that's a part of my inventory of that was, Hey, I know how to wrestle. Yeah, you don't have a wrestling program, so what can we do about that? And uh, they were always very, uh, very uh, courteous about like saying, All right, let's find a way to make this happen. Had uh, some coaches on staff there that went and acquired mats, yeah, um, from so we didn't have to spend a dime on mats. I'll just go ahead and say, God. God will provide, yeah. and uh, we were able to get some uh, secure some wrestling mats so that we were able to kind of use and, and get the program going. That's awesome. All
0: right, so when you look back on your youth as a wrestler, like what are the moments that stick out as impactful to you?
1: Well, I would say it's it's hard to boil it down the moments. There, there's particular. It's more of the ref, the reflection yeah. on those moments. You when you're going through a, a particular training session, you know it's you know, you're going through it and yeah. it's hard, but then it's the reflection of, man, I endured that. I, I kind of overcame that I did something hard, which means what does that mean for me and my growth and development? It's like, it means I'm capable of probably more than I want to even give myself credit for, yeah. or at least when you're, you know, experienced certain circumstances in life, you, you realize, Oh, I think I made of something stronger here and yeah. I can persevere through this. And so it's kind of the reflection of that. It's like when you're uh, thinking about you know when I, I was competing for UT Chattanooga as a uh, as a freshman and sophomore in college, you know Chattanooga is I don't know if you're familiar with the topography of Chattanooga. Yeah, lot of hills, yeah. very steep. Yeah. And so when you're when you're running up a hill, um, and that's uh, and you know you're only halfway through your conditioning session, you're like, what is the purpose of all this? Yeah, I'm, I'm training myself for competition. That's very important, but it's also really just getting setting this tone in your life that you are, uh, you're up for that kind of challenge yeah. and, you, and you want
0: to be pushed. That's awesome. When did, uh, when did you get the bug? Like when you first, was it like, the, was it the first session? Like what other things were you okay. doing? Cause
1: that is such a good question. Yeah. And this is so it's, and I, I mean, I even witnessed this, you know, with some other kids in particular, my, like my nephew, um, who uh, who, he now like, 20 21 years old but even when he was going through growing up wrestling but for me it's like you would look at me after my seventh and eighth grade years and just be like yeah i could get i could understand if you wanted to quit right now I i i can't even recall winning a match yeah and it was just one of those things i i don't know why you kept coming back i guess there was something in me just to keep coming back yeah you just you you had a uh um i guess i i just enjoyed the sport that much and i guess yeah. that's what it boils down to there was just something about the sport um where i, I will say this we, we do live in a in a culture and society right now and i'll get on this soapbox where you know we are constantly telling boys in particular but tell them just hey calm down don't don't do that don't push yeah don't that, uh, uh, always always just trying and god designed us kind of be aggressive creatures i mean uh, especially boys and we got to have that outlet and i yeah. re- so i know that much i know i enjoy that outlet of hey you're in this room for the next hour and a half you do all the pushing you want you're doing all the shoving you want yeah you're probably going to have it put right back on you yeah. but i mean i just enjoyed
0: that i had fun with that you'll appreciate this so <laughs> i have a you know i have a five-year-old three and a half year old oh yeah so there's a lot of wrestling in there a lot of wrestling and so the other day we we're just in the front yard and they just looked at each other. and go, "You want to wrestle?" Uh, they just started wrestling, and so, and so it's just, it's just us there. Yeah. Uh, I'm like sitting in a chair, like watching them wrestle, but at the same time, being like, uh, eh, too close to the driveway. Get back in the grass." Yeah. <laughs> ah, get your hands off his eyes. Like I'm just, I'm just refereeing. And my wife. So I grew up with a little brother. Yeah. I was like, grew up doing like football and that kind of stuff but my wife did not <laughs> so she pulls into the driveway and is like what are you what, what are you doing like uh, so you're encouraging this i was like 100 percent i was like of course i was like i was like i it's like i'm just facilitating a process for them to do it safely exactly <laughs> you know like they're gonna do it let me just help them do it safely right on and i'm just gonna let you know what's gonna be
1: fun in the next couple of years your wife will become numb to it yeah. and actually just be like, whatever, yeah. and and she'll she'll actually celebrate it. And that, it's been – uh, we have three boys. I have a 15-, 11-, and 8-year-old. And, you know, my wife, my dear wife, Heather, she probably have had that same response. <laughs> and now she, she'll hear all sorts of ruckus upstairs and be like, just roll her eyes at it and keep going. I mean, there has to be bloodshed at this rate to, to yeah. get her to respond <laughs> to anything. It's like I, yeah.
0: I, I try to just give them rules of engagement, like <laughs> – Nothing to the face, no weapons, like fair, you know, fair, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Other than that, like go for it, dudes! Like, <clears throat> like get but, it out. But that's that is a part
1: of it, as I think that there is just kind of you know, and it's not for everybody. Yeah, but yes, you know, some of us are wired. It's like I, I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. And uh, at least with the wrestling, you set, you know, create that environment. Yeah. yeah, it's on a mat. You know, that's good. It's nice to be able to fall on and, and roll around on. So that that's good there. And you got padded walls. So just adding structure to uh you know some you know some physical activity that we're going to engage in you kind of made that that reference you know that's one of the first things we do as humans we're gonna we're gonna wrestle around we're gonna figure this stuff out test each other yeah and uh we just that's what i like doing is like hey let's provide a framework for this you know to work through that
0: yeah i remember going through um going through puberty as a young male in the in the nineties and early two thousands, and kind of trying to figure out like what's a guy, and um, I was constantly being told how skinny I was. Yeah, it was just people were like Look how small your calves are. You're so skinny, David. Cause I just was a beanpole at that point. And I remember kind of thinking, like in reference to Rocky or, or you know Arnold Schwarzenegger or whoever, being like, "Well, like I don't want to be skinny, David. I want to be like you know Jack, David." and um i was i think i've always been kind of on the more aggressive spectrum for yeah. like everything in high school I, li- I still now like i like heavy metal music i like intensity i like competitiveness and then um finding football was yeah. like this is perfect for me cuz i get to hit people and i get to go 100 miles an hour and like it was just that it was a very um Defining moment as far as, like, figuring out who I am and how I fit in this world, you know, having that outlet there. And I think something that's interesting about wrestling is, is I mean, it's got, as far as I can see, is, is probably one of the mo- most intense sports available to youth um, from a training perspective, from a competition perspective. It's just you. Yep. It's on a mat, in front of other people, and you're engaged the entire time. Yep. Like at any point you disengage, you've lost. Yeah, It's not like you can play right field and kind of go out for a whole lot of innings and nothing <laughs> happen. You know, you can kind of run up and down a basketball court and get the ball, pass it to someone else. But wrestling is it's 100% you. So when – like what's, what's – Maybe some defining characteristics you see kind of coming across in wrestlers, either that pulls them to the sport or that gets developed in them through the sport.
1: Well, I'm about to get into probably the uh, one of those questions was like kind of chicken or the egg. It's like, does, does wrestling develop mental toughness or is somebody already just have that kind of mental toughness and they're just leaning into that even further and, and they can grow that? Uh, I just think wrestling is one of those things and go talking about like my experience, seventh, eighth grade, not winning a single match to, in my memory um, you know, I guess I had some mental toughness there to persevere through that and see something that there was something more to be gained, gained from that. Um, But I do think, you know, to your point about, you know, that experience and the intensity of wrestling, I mean, you go to a youth wrestling tournament, I, I think, other kids cry at, at sporting events, but not like at a wrestling tournament, dude, like you get beat in a wrestling tournament. There is, it's so personal. Yeah. And when it is that one-on-one combat, I mean, at the end of the day, when you look at mixed martial arts today, uh, the best discipline that I think it just about everybody would vouch for is, is wrestling. You are able to control and dictate the pace of a match, the place of a, of a, of a fight, And I, so that goes into when you're in wrestling, of course, it's not escalating to, you know, uh, mixed martial arts, but you're, you're in hand to hand combat. Yeah. And so you're forced to deal with a lot of uncomfortable situations. Um, and you have to find your way and work your way through those things. And I I would say even before you even get to the technical aspect of it, it is that mental, uh, training of, of just fighting through the discomfort. Yeah. And, uh, you know, having somebody get there, I mean, it's illegal to like get hands in the face and all that, but inevitably you're going to get a hand, you're going to yeah. get a, you know, you got a palm to the forehead. Yeah. You're going to, people are, you know, popping your head, pushing you around and you have to be able to respond to that. Well, and I've seen, you know, I've seen all sides of the spectrum. Kids just flee from that and not want anything to do with it. And we have to reconcile and say, all right, this probably isn't for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and then there's others that just can't get enough of it. Yeah. And, and they're, uh, and they feed off of it and so that that is kind of one of those aspects of just being okay with the physicality of it and then you know figuring out how to impose your will yeah and and that is that that's kind of the fun part of when you start working with these kids and seeing that that light bulb go off uh that started go go on here but i mean my coach asked me uh, my high school coach asked me when i was graduating college he's the um He said, "Hey, have you ever thought about coaching wrestling? You know, um, because I'd go back and visit. You know, when high when I was in college, and visit the high school wrestling room and and work with some of the guys. But I never even really considered it. And I'm glad I didn't consider it then because it would have been like for selfish reasons. It would have been like, oh, I want to, I want to be a coach and I want to do this and I want to have success for that reason. Uh, I think the way God kind of uh, worked in my life, the opportunity to coach now is it's it's about the other kids. It's about you know how I can." leverage this sport um, so that they can grow and grow in that confidence and grow with that and learn the value of being uncomfortable, being comfortable being uncomfortable, Yeah, you know? So that, that kind of ideal.
0: How do you, so how do you coach that? Like what's, what's, how do you communicate that necessity to to the kids that you're working with? Cause I, I mean, every kid at some point is probably going to hit like that, that moment where they do get beat bad in front mm-hmm. of everyone or, They just can't seem to, you know, they're 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 stuck in a situation where like I just, yeah, this guy fully controls me, or I'm having a bad day, and then on top of that, I'm going to have to do this insanely difficult conditioning. Yeah, like how do you communicate that to them to help them grow?
1: Honest answer, still learning. Yeah, I'm still learning this, um, and it is like a kind of a case by case basis, and that is the challenge of a coach where you got athletes from across the spectrum where you're dealing with guys that are they're there because they eat drink breathe sleep with it sleep it and, yeah. and then you got other guys you know just looking for something physical to do yeah. you know and checking boxes and all that stuff and so you are trying to work with that but for for the kids that are really committed um, you have to kill, uh, allow them to keep it in perspective of yeah, you've lost this match or you had a bad day in practice. This is, at the end of the day, this is this is a laboratory and we're, we're just testing stuff out here. And, um, you know, you don't want to, you're not defined by that one match. And that's to, that is the cool, that's the chess match of it all. Yeah. It's like, all right, there is, yeah, I mean, you're going to run into this, Some buzzsaws, some hammers out there that are just like, I I don't have an answer for you. You know, it's like, sorry, dude. Yeah. But, um, but at the same time, it's like, there's something, there's something there. We'll review film, we'll review what was, what happened in the match. And you just make these tweaks. And that's the fun part of going back into the wrestling room, trying to diagnose what went on. And then, all right, here's, there's a technique for that. You know, there, there's a move for that. There's a counter for that. And then just trying to walk them through. Um, Seen and i guess that's you know it has to be bigger than wrestling yeah you know it has to be about life yeah it has to be about hey in life you're going to encounter things and you can be defeated throw your hands in the air you know get upset and, and discouraged but what's more productive is yeah okay take that discouragement and let's let's use that for productivity yeah all right let's find let's find the answer you know there, there there's a way
0: there's a way out You know, it's, it's it's a, it's a interesting perspective to have now, you know, essentially having trained hard since I was 13, 14, so 25 years of training, um, is that as as hard as every hardest, like some of the hardest workouts or events like Mm -hmm. stick out in my mind, I literally just did the hardest thing I've ever done in my life two weeks ago. Even as hard as that was, I'm like, man, like Were you climbing a mountain? What, yeah. What, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Uh, and I'm just like, it does it pales in comparison to the difficulty I face in my day-to-day life. Yeah. It's just like it does. Um yeah. and so it's like 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 I, I say physical challenge are like the safest area for you to develop the life skills to deal mm-hmm. with difficulty. You can't really safely implement true life struggle yep. <laughs> on a daily basis yeah. you don't want to so this is like a safe space that you can you can experience it on Correct. some level um and so it's practice yeah yep. i see that with perspective and mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. when you're trying to take that to like a you know seventh grader who's yep. just now kind of of course that's to, not what they're getting they're yeah. not getting that hey but, i'm teaching you life lessons here <laughs> yeah, like, like
1: it, it's not about the don't get me wrong yeah, it's yeah. not about that at no but I, yeah
0: i just say, like, it is so kind of beautiful to kind of look back on mm-hmm, that. And that's mm-hmm. kind of one of those things, I think, as a dad or as a coach or whoever, it's just like, man, I got to kind of hold myself accountable to teaching you this stuff and just staying true to it, even though I know, like, you're not going to get this for, like, 10, 20 years, no. you know,
1: so. Well, that's a, such the hard part. And as you just, you know, hit on with with the, you know, fatherhood, um, even as a coach, is like, the fruit of what you're doing now, you may never see. Yeah. You may never see it with your own eyes. And, uh, I've been trying to, and, and again, even my high school coach and I'll, I'll brag on him. His name's uh, Pat Simpson. And, and again, I'll just reflect on the idea of like, as I'm going through high school and I'm on, I was blessed to be a part of two state championship teams and I was able to win a state championship as a senior. And I, you know, in my, in my kind of, uh, immaturity, you're like, Oh man, that's cool. And I'm, I'm pretty good and all that stuff. So, and when I did, and now, when the hindsight, you're like, dude, how stinking blessed were you to yeah. be a part of a program that is, you know, at Father Ryan High School is nationally renowned. Yeah. Uh, it, it's multiple state championships. Long after I've gone, they're still winning. Yep. It had nothing to do with me. I was just fortunate to be there when I did and have yep. that opportunity. And so Pat Simpson's created this great environment there, and uh, just to be able to sit under him for, for four to six years and to see him in action and just, like, take the bits and pieces I have from him and just implement it in the small ways that I have. It's it's just uh, – that, that that's that's the beauty of it. And I say all that to get to the point of I don't think I ever expressed to him how grateful I was until, you know, I got to see him a couple years ago at a, yeah. at a tournament. I was like, like, you have no idea. Like, not a day goes by in my life where you, I'm not – using something that that I learned from you or at least just uh, just absorbed right. just absorbed from my experience in, in in the wrestling room in high school yeah and it's uh I think it's important to you know make that uh, take advantage of those opportunities to let those people know of the impact that they had on you um, not just assume it uh, but at the same time you know we you in, in my wildest imagination you know that's what we live for as coaches is you know, whatever we're depositing right now, we hope that there's gonna be some long term benefit. Maybe I don't get to see it, maybe I don't get to know about it, but it's it's you're just being faithful in that. Yeah. Do you do you, uh, your kids wrestle? Oh mm-hmm. man. That hurts. So sort so that that hurts. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love him. Uh, by, by my oldest, he gave it a good he gave it a good go. Yeah. Fifth grade year. His fifth grade year was the first year that we had the uh, the the youth program okay. at ECS and he, he went out there and did it. Just one for him. Yeah. All good. He likes lacrosse. He likes yeah. some other stuff. He's swimming now, and yeah. and he's uh, doing great. But yeah, it wasn't one for him. My my middle, he plays every sport he can get his hands on. He's I just maybe he'll come back to it. He doesn't have, but he just doesn't have time for it. Yeah, you yeah. know. So he's uh, super active, and and uh, my youngest though, uh, Caleb, he's eight. Whether he knows it or not. Dude's a wrestler. <laughs> Dude, dude's a wrestler. Okay, yeah. and and he may, you know, I don't. I think he'll 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 find himself at some point yeah. uh, on on a wrestling mat because he seems he he competed a little bit last year and he seemed very comfortable. He was the kind of kid as as a youth wrestler. I'm like, I wish I could have done that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That I wish I was that kid. Yeah. What, All
0: right. What is the ideal age to to maybe introduce kids to wrestling, but then also. How do you do it correctly without pushing them too far or it's, going down the rabbit hole?
1: <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's every kid's going to be different, um, and there is a fear. I think a burnout in every sport. Yeah. Um, I think there is a. a I, I'm a big fan of of multi sport uh, discipline. I think kids need to be exposed to different things. I think other sports complement. You know every opera you know the development of athletes in different ways and i think it all like integrates into to building uh building stronger athletes overall so i i would just caution you know making wrestling from an early time a singular focus for a kid where you're but and i'm just seeing the culture of all sports isn't just wrestling but it's it's just like this year-round pursuit yeah um I'm not here to say what's right or wrong. I'm just saying uh, I think you got to be careful with that. Yeah. Uh, that said, I've seen, I have I don't know what's going on in personal lives. I've seen kids follow that model, you know, from probably the age of 9, 10, competing year-round, and they have insane success. Um, so if we're looking for success, you know, in, in sports, then some results are undeniable. Yep. But at the same time, I don't know about the well-being of that kid, yeah. or that individual as they grow and develop. <laughs> to answer your question, I've kind of the school of thought of just just take it slow yeah um, and, and at the end of the day wrestling has some high level techniques that can be uh, that are useful but at the end of the day it's, it's the simplest techniques that really win. If you watch the NCAA championships is pretty much the only time NCAA wrestling or wrestling gets kind of gets the spotlight. ESPN will, will air it every March. Um, you you rarely see like these exotic moves or anything. It's uh, if, if if my terminology is going to throw you off, it's just. But these are the, these are the basics: single leg takedown, yeah. double leg takedowns uh, from the bottom. You do a st- from the bottom position, do a stand up, and then when you're on top, you're just you're just a hammer. You know, yeah. looking for chicken wings, looking for half Nelsons, uh, just p- applying maximum pressure. Yeah, that's that's wrestling. And, you know, you throw in a cradle every now and again, that's about as exotic as it gets. Uh, because at that level, there are no, like, you know, secret special moves that are going to, you know, really catch an opponent off guard. Yeah. Most guys know it. Um, so I, I say all that to get the point. I think if you're, if you're just really good at the basics and disciplined at building from there, um, I, I think a guy, based on their athleticism, they don't need to really get really super committed till like sixth or seventh grade. Yeah. And I'll probably, if anybody hears that and goes, I totally disagree, I'll, I'll own that and I'll defer, but I just think there's a lot of development that, that, but a lot of it has to do with, you mentioned puberty earlier. Yeah. That's such a game changer. Especially middle school when everyone's at different stages. Totally. (laughs) Well, seventh grade, I'll go ahead and say, you know, my lack of success. I mean, not to make excuses, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm wrestling. I'm some pudgy Husky kid wrestling dudes with beards and i'm like yeah i don't think i'm gonna i'm
0: not gonna be very good against that guy
1: yeah so uh you know that that's a part of and then all of a sudden freshman year rolls around and my body's changing and you know the same guy that was pinning me a year ago uh, i've kind of closed a gap on so that that
0: does play into it yeah that's um i'm I'm very much of the same mindset of uh not letting kids being single sport athletes Mm -hmm. early on i think um and to me, the greatest danger is them finding their identity as as that yeah. athlete, type sport athlete, because it's like, man, that goes away real quick. Yeah. Even if you're, like, the best in the world, it's still going away probably in your 20s or 30s. Yeah. Um, I also hate the idea of, like, of the relationship it causes between parents and kids where, like, you're an investment I expect a return on you need to earn i've invested this so you can go earn a college scholarship yep. um and if you look at this if you look at like human development <clears throat> the kids who are typically the best in middle school don't always turn out to be the best in high school because they are early developers yeah they've they've squeezed the as much juice as they're going to squeeze out early on in life um, versus the kid who has a longer developmental period. He's probably not going to peak till, you know, late mm-hmm. in high school. And that was me. Like I, I, I continue to grow and continue to get bigger. I didn't really fall into the position I eventually played, lured to my senior year. Yeah. Um, and so it's also hard to know what you're going to find enjoyment in, what you're going to find, you know, uh, success at that, uh, at that sport in until you've tried a bunch of stuff. And, um, and it's, you're just, it's just, it's very risky. There's the, 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 the the chance of success is low and the risk is high. If you just kind of go, well, as a sixth grader or whatever, this is my thing I'm going to do forever. And I get it as a, and it's hard because at that age, that's kind of what you do. You're like, I'm going to be a cowboy when I grew up or I'll be a policeman or yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to be a professional football player. That's just what it's going to be. You kinda just like how you, how you act. So as a parent, you're, it's, it's, it's hard to balance out. Like my kid only wants to do this yeah. thing. And, and like, I could go down that path, but also like, how do, I, how do I say, Hey, look like we need to have a little more balance as well. So <clears throat> I get it. It's
1: I do. I do think there's some development, you know, it's good for a kid. Like, let's say you can, take this in any sport you know let's say he's a fantastic wrestler he's a good wrestler all right great be, be as successful as you can be but also play something where you're not the star or you're not the best um, or you're just kind of a part you know you're a cog and you're, you're you're seeing somebody else's shine so I think that that there's something important about that too is just so that that kid doesn't develop into thinking they got to be it all the time they can and there's some humility that does need it and i will say that that's another point i wanted to get to just about wrestling and that i've done it kind of missed on earlier it's just like man you will be humbled it's, it's i do think that's one of the great development factors of the sport um and that you you touched on that one-on-one aspect there's nowhere to hide you know it's not like you can say uh, you hear it after games all the time i was coaching in a, in a, in a seven eight-year-old football game like last night you heard it all at halftime he didn't do this and that kid didn't do that and it's like there's none of that wrestling it's it's like what you didn't do it and and you weren't ready for it and so you do you know have to take radical ownership over you know uh over preparation and and uh, making sure you, you know you're ready for that. I uh, one
0: of the things I think is so unique about Wrestling or judo or jiu jitsu, instead like if you're if you're a pretty athletic person, yeah. if you grew up playing sports, right, if you are in, in, as a youth an athletic person, you can kind of bounce around between like a lot of team Sports, pretty yeah, yeah like yeah, if yeah. you're a pretty athletic football player, like you can go shoot some hoops, or you can probably throw baseball, like play a little soccer. Like you can just kind of jump in and have kind of, like just use what you got and do a pretty good job. <clears throat> And it, but unless there's just a, some dramatic size difference or strength difference, if you if you have, have no wrestling background yeah. and you go against someone who has any wrestling yeah. background, you're gonna get whooped. Yep. <laughs> straight whooped. And like that, you're on no the wrestling <laughs> so We take a whole lot of pride in that, brother. I uh, I have a buddy who uh, he was a he was a college judo. Yeah. Um, uh, he's a black belt judo, black belt uh, jiu-jitsu and, um, and he was like, "Yes, yeah, come and do this one." I was like, All right. We'll mm-hmm. Clearly, I'm, I, I knew what I was facing from like a reality standpoint. But I had no chance. Yeah, but I was probably eighty pounds bigger than him. I think. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're kind of like starting off in, in in a bit of a wrestling kind of situation. <laughs> he just essentially just flipped me up on my back and made me feel like I was in um, in a washing machine, and it's like landed. I was like, what just happened? Yeah. And it was just like clear, just, it's just one There's those uh, clear indications of, of uh, how impactful those skills are. If you honestly, uh, doesn't have skills?
1: Well, it's, there is, you know, technical aspects to it where, I mean, it's not a magic trick, it's just knowing how to use your body, knowing how to use leverage, knowing, you know, drop your hips. Get a little bit lower. People always have a tendency to get high. I mean, that's the number one thing you got to break uh, athletes of when they first start start the sport. Is everything they think everything happens up here? It's like nah, it's down here. you, know, you got you got to lower that level. And uh, so yeah, we, we love introducing people to the sport. Be like oh you you think you okay okay let's have have fun with that. But uh, but uh, and then hopefully you know they'll they'll stick around and want to learn. Hey, how did you do that? Because I, I want to yeah. learn how to do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, uh,
0: that was, that yeah. So how to, so I mean, <laughs> to do that? I and I can see um, can see wrestling have been super beneficial um in football, especially on the line. Because on the line is is I mean you're essentially wrestling another guy yeah. with the goal of not going to the ground. Yeah. <clears throat> every every play. So as far as like leverage, hand placement, using your body your body and their, your momentum, their momentum to yep. your advantage. I can see uh, wrestling being extremely valuable to, to other sports. So, um, I mean, do you see like a, any really commonalities that you see as far as like, like maybe these athletes tend to do, do well wrestling wrestlers also tend to do well in these.
1: Well, I mean, I, I would say the easiest parallel to draw is, uh, you know, wrestling to football because a lot of the aspect, I mean, when you're trying to teach, even in the wrestling room, you know, when you're trying to teach somebody the fundamentals of a double leg takedown, which is essentially you lower your level and you're you're double leg, you're grabbing two legs, driving through your opponent. I mean, the term I will use is you know, when I can tell they're not getting it, I was like, just tackle them tackle that's what you're doing you're you're tackling them and so you're you're you know you can you can talk down to that level um and and so you know when you're going and now uh, you see the you know the way tackling is being taught uh not by everybody but but in some circles in in football it is very uh the 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 focus is on legs you want to get low get your head across get the legs and i mean i've even seen like you kind of dip and roll uh the shoulder and all that um but that that's that's wrestling I mean that that's wrestling, and that's just understanding that. Um, and I'm coaching like a helping coach a fifth and sixth grade football team right now, and like I was just talking about, everything happens up here, and it's like you gotta get kids to understand, or you know, people to understand that you gotta you gotta lower your level, you gotta get your shoulders down, you gotta get your you know you gotta bring your hips down, and uh, I, I think those are kind of the fundamentals that that wrestling really helps instill because you, you can't get away with being high. Like so, you're you know so when you're playing in the trenches, when you're on the offensive line or defensive line, you understand when you come out of that stance, there's no value into popping up, you know you're you're still down here, you know you own that that uh that territory that you already have, and then you mentioned leverage, you mentioned uh, balance, balance is going to be a big thing where you know you're not crossing your feet, you know you're not crossing your feet, you're staying. Uh, you know just staying strong there but also understanding angles understanding how how you can get an angle on somebody and once you get you get the slightest angle they're so much easier to push or to uh, you know swim out of or or to tackle so I mean those are some of the, the aspects of it so I, I would say football is the easiest parallel to be like yeah I can see the translations between two of those like and, and uh, you know, there's a lot of guys in the NFL that, that have wrestling backgrounds, and, and they've, I've heard them all comment on how, you know, how much it benefited them. Ray Lewis to be, you know, prob- probably the, the prime uh, example of that. Um, but, but, yeah, I'm trying. The, the, one, the one sport it just doesn't translate to is basketball. Like, that's why they're both winter sports basketball guys over here uh wrestlers over here okay there's no like a joke with some of the coaches at ecs it's like don't worry we're not we're not competing for the same pool of athletes it, it's totally different so yeah
0: um wrestling is known for its pretty intensive conditioning yeah so yeah. man, just kind of share about that like why is that why is it necessary what are some like things that y'all do and and will there some kind of the benefits of taking
1: I would say one of the reasons is I, I kind of talked about that chip on her shoulder. It's like because we're gonna be the hardest working guys on campus yeah. like that you you will not be outworked uh, you you don't want to be worked out by basketball team, football team don't matter, and they definitely don't want to be worked out outworked by by a team across town. Uh, so I think that is just part of that. There's just this mentality and culture behind. It. It's like we're just gonna work hard, yeah. you know. I don't even know if it's a good idea, but we're doing it, you know. So that that is really uh, the catalyst for it. Uh, but beyond that, um, one of the greatest compliments I've yeah you can be paid as a wrestling coach is uh, Kyle Story at ECS. I think he was being sincere, but uh, he two of his lacrosse players wrestled for me this past year, Walker McKay and Cooper Die. They both graduated, and they came into lacrosse season, you know. Uh, winter sport wrestling going into the lacrosse in the spring in fantastic shape and he He's like man what do you do to get him in such good shape and it's like man i'm just scratching the surface on anything we've are attempting to do conditioning wise cuz we are a young program and you're growing it and you're trying we're just trying to figure uh, i'm just trying to get space you know i'm i'm in that battle but at the same but blessed to have the space that we have uh, but really just the act of what they did consistently was just wrestle And you were we were talking off air about your experience in jujitsu, and now, you know, thirty minutes or pardon me, thirty seconds of pushing another human being and resisting and pulling and just doing that and going back. You know, there's a reason people wrestle high and stay high because it's easier. And you start you know dropping your hips, bending your knees, and trying to carry your weight that way. Your your energy level gets zapped real quick. And so the the mere act of wrestling and being and and there is some some kind of adrenaline dump that occurs when you're when you're just it is this you're in a battle you're in hand to hand combat and there there's something to that I think that that up you know ups that level um, so the act of wrestling itself is a fantastic condition uh, conditioning device but also because of you you're aware of how taxing that is you know you got to do more yeah. and you know you have a you have a whole phalanx of, of assault bikes out there. And I mean, that's, that that's, I lived on those in my two years at UTC. Um, and you got, you know, in running, you know, you're just going to do it. If there's stairs involved, you're on them. And, uh, you know, if you throw somebody on your back, that's probably going to be a part of the conditioning and training too. So um, you know, you do it because it, if you want to be successful when you're doing a, a six minute high school match and prepared for a seven minute college match, you, you, you can't not do it. Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you're, you're going to be wasted pretty quickly. And then it's like, all right, you're wasting your own time at that, at that rate. So if you, you got to be well conditioned. Well, I think for – and I'll go ahead and, and just temper this with some with some honesty. Like I said, we're kind of in our infant stages. And this is not, you know, what we're doing, implementing the ECS. In my wildest dreams, this is where we're going to go at some point in time. Uh, but we'll have – you know, you will have a, a track workout where you're just running 100. You know, you can go 100-meter sprints. Sometimes we will run 400-meter sprints just, just out running. Um, you'll have, uh, you know, exercise bike workouts where you're on – an assault bike like you have and you're just going in one minute burst and you're just trying to max out and you're just trying to go full uh you know as hard as you can go you know if we'll do hill runs um you know reflecting on my time at ut chattanooga i just remembered we'd we'd go on uh uh of course my memory is 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 what it is it's like 20 years ago it's like my gosh but i can't believe it's been that long but and nonetheless you know, there there was a three quarter mile incline that we would well, we'd hit up normally, regularly, and you know we'd go we'd go out there and we we'd go up one time and jog back down, go up another time, jog back down, uh, and then next time we, we came to the base of the hill, uh, the, the the guy you know I was never in the lead. I wasn't bad, but I was. We had these like one twenty five and one thirty three pounders that were always like. In the front, it's like must be nice, you know, being tiny. But anyways, then that I'd see our one twenty five and one thirty three, you know, our one our one twenty five was in our 133s back, like walking up the hill. I'm like, I guess we're doing that now. All right, so um, so then then I would, you know, I was one seventy four, and I'd uh, so I'd jump on our one eighty fours back, and 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 vice versa, and then we'd go. Those are weight classes, by the way. And so that that's that's the kind of stuff. It's just it's. And there's a rhythm to it in season where you're going through that, um, where you are preparing for, you know, the, the flow of a, let's just do a high school season. You really want to start, you know, start that ascent toward the state championship in, the st- in February. So, you know, you start conditioning. See, really coming out of Thanksgiving, you start really conditioning hard you you know you keep that conditioning pace through Christmas and then then you'll taper a little bit you're kind of set at that point after the new year taper a little bit maintain your you know, the conditioning level you have and then prepare for the state championship run in the in February
0: so it sounds like a lot of that conditioning stuff is like primarily body focused <clears throat> yeah is um...
1: well I'll say wait we, we would do a weight training session but those would be separate. Like, and I wouldn't even, I, did, I guess it probably is conditioning, but we didn't consider that conditioning. Yeah, yeah. You're just, you're like, all right, we're here for our, you know, 6 a.m. workout. We'd work, you know, do do our do our weight routine, which was a lot of uh, circuit sets. So we would do a lot of, so it was mainly lower weight, but, but a lot of reps. And so, yeah, we did do that. That would be kind of the morning. Then the afternoon would be our practice. And then we would go into, uh, you know, we would always, I'm trying to think, yeah, we would do conditioning built into practice, and then there was off-season, you know, kind of conditioning that we'd go, go through.
0: In a match, if you're, if you're well-conditioned, what are you feeling, if, if anything, fatigue-wise at the end of the match? And then if you're not in good conditioning, what, what's typical fatigue-wise that you're feeling?
1: Um, it's, you just feel like your body is just broken down. Um, and I know that's a vague description, but you're just, you, you, you know, when your, your body's depleted and, uh, you know, your, your muscles are strained. Um, and I guess that's, that's when you're not in good condition. Um, and I'll just say it, that that was kind of the the, the difference in, in high school, every match, you know, you'd, you'd get, Hey, i i Pin a guy and pretty quick, or you know, you you'd have these opportunities in college. It's just every match is hard, and then to be frank, I was I was the easy match for for some of the. When I was wrestling Oklahoma State, he saw UT Chattanooga on his on his on his uh, you know tournament bracket. It was like, all right, got that guy. Okay, okay, but um, but outside of that, in conference competition. And that, oh, by the way, that's not our representative. All UTC wrestler. We had all Americans. We had some studs. Okay, we had some studs. But uh, I, I was I was all right. But um, but you know, you, in conference competition, every like you just know it's mentally you're mentally prepared. Every match is going to be hard. It's probably going seven minutes, and it's going to be close. There is no like uh, one way or another. And so uh, you know, we, your your body just feels. Fatigued, usually kind of this burning in your throat because you're just sucking air and uh, and and you know even I'll just say this. I mean, even when you're in good shape, yeah. it, it, it's you still. Feel, I'm trying to like remember. Well, did I ever feel like, no, nah, no. Nah, even when you're in good shape, it it still hurts, and it's just like you're just trusting. The other guy hurts worse than me, and I I had a little more than he did, you know. So each each match can last up to six minutes. Yeah. Okay, like a pin, or we would say a fall, is a, that's equivalent to a KO? Like you know, not a literal knockout, but that just means you you get a guy's shoulder blades flat on the on the uh, the mat, and it's not a one two three. It's a up. Oh, that, that's it. They pat. They, they they tap the mat. It's it's over. Um, and so if you're you're able to, yeah, you win right then and there. You could be down. You could be down by points, and you know, we've seen this happen tons of times. Not often, but it it happens. You're you're going to be up. Uh, by 10 points and then dude, something fluky happens, you get put on your back and that's it. Other guy wins. And so that, that's an aspect of the sport that is, uh, that I think is fun. It's like, you know, you're never really out of it, you know, it, and, uh, even at those moments, but so there's point criteria that breaks down, you get two points for a takedown one point for an escape, which I think the NCAA just, just did something smart and amended that, but still at the high school level, it's, uh, two points takedown which is establishing control. And I like to, to you know, point this out any, anytime I talk about wrestling. You know, we talk about life lessons and everything. You know, uh, I, you hear the adage life, you know, re- or sports teaches you, hey, when you get knocked down, you get back up. And uh, wrestling, that's not – when you get knocked down, you better – you got to find a way up. Like, that guy has no interest in, in letting you up. So, you know, and that's life. Like, when, when things come, come around in life that knock you down – uh, you you don't get to pop right back up. You have to find a way up and, and find your way, and I think that's another thing that wrestling, just from the mental standpoint of it, is teaches like, all right, it, your work's just beginning. Now you got to start finding your way up and, and get, a, get an escape. And if you do get an escape, you get one point, and then uh, you get a guy on their back, you get three points, or three to four points, and then, um, uh, or if you get them, hold them there long enough, you get the pin. So, yeah.
0: Okay, so since you win the match by scoring more points or, like, getting someone on their back and getting a pinned. Pin. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then how many matches would you do, like, at a tournament?
1: Tournaments can be, like, if you're in a single, uh, not single, double elimination tournament, which would have, like, a, you know, a consolation bracket, you're going to be going in, you're probably going to get in the last probably six matches in a weekend, and there's, you know, you'll probably have – three one day three another or two one day four you know it usually flows like two on Friday four on Saturday okay. something to that effect if you keep winning and advancing yeah. um you know there's you know, that, that that's the hard part that, that that is kind of a hard part when you're when you're kind of working with these athletes they you know you go to these tournaments you sit in the gym for hours yeah. they lose two matches and you're like all right that's that's it we're done you know and they you know they're kind of like you know and they need that. – that's the kind of the irony of it. They need more time. They want more time competing to get better, and then it's like that's all they get. And so it is kind of frustrating that way. So you want to try to embrace as many opportunities to compete as possible. How many um,
0: – what's the time difference between the match?
1: Oh, man. Uh, you're going to get a lot of wrestling parents upset because you got in – a, in a perfect world – you know, you would you would have probably two hours between two to three hours between matches. That'd be a nice nice flow. You can wrestle. Tournaments will start. Um, man, this is not going to be a good uh, advertisement for wrestling. I'm, te- I'm teasing, but uh, you know, a tournament. I'm just being honest. A tournament will start depending on your weight class and how your bracket breaks down. You may sit around and wait like three hours for your first match. And then you'll sit around and wait, uh, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll wait another three or four hours for your next match. And then once once it starts whittling down and then, you know, you get to, uh, you know, the round of 16 or round of eight, it, it moves a little bit quicker. But, you know, but I, I will say this, in, 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 in my conversations with swim families, track families, that is consistent with individual sports. The individual sports is you hurry up and wait and you're sitting a lot. So bring the appropriate reading material, but for the athletes, it is um, that—that's a struggle because you're you're just you're amped up, you're ready to go, and then you're just you're waiting and you're waiting, and you want to compete, and it, that that can be a point, point of
0: frustration. Is there is, is there ever a situation where like it's a bit like back to back matches
1: 30 minutes. Okay, there is in some in some youth tournaments where there's different rules there are, but but TWSWA is is I believe it's a 45 minute you have to have a 45 minute wait period minimum between matches and that's that's very wise. I mean that that's yeah, it, because uh the strain of wrestling a match and then turning around and having to wrestle again, that's
0: especially for the person who's fresh. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the two different types of wrestling? Are you talking about freestyle and Greco? Yeah. Okay, well, what we got in the
1: um high school and even NCAA, that's what we would call folk style. Um, the rest of the world would would not call it anything because I think we may be the only ones that do it. I don't know. But folk style wrestling is um, uh, trying to find just a different point system. And and you would even get into, and I'm, I'm not really schooled enough to really speak about it and truly intelligently, but it is – you would have a different approach whereas freestyle wrestling looks more like folk style, um but the sp- scoring system is so different it would you would implement a different strategy um where and then gr- Six minutes, um he, yeah it's in the international level you got 3 and 3 uh, they do two like 3 minute uh matches whereas uh, or periods um uh, whereas uh in high school it's it's uh Two three minute periods, so two two two. Um, Folks, st- so folk style though, it, it's all you know full body. Whereas Greco Roman, uh, you you'll see it, it's all upper body. You can't you can't have any attacks below the waist. So you can't like single leg, double leg. I mentioned earlier that doesn't happen. You can't do it. So everything's up bottom. So you're working under hooks um you know working the head you know those kind of things so
0: interesting okay yeah you're still trying to take people down yeah yeah. you just cannot engage the lower body correct yeah interesting okay and then in the in the olympics they're doing freestyle it's freestyle and greco Greco. yeah yeah. is it i mean is it a tough transition for like an american wrestler who's done folk style to try to transition to
1: Man, you're asking all these questions that, like, like a true wrestling community, like, have been debating these things for, like, you know. Here's what I'll say. I, I would say, like, if you, you, you know, we're going to Russia um, or Iran, who have, you know, best, uh, you know, elite international wrestling, and they do freestyle their whole lives, um, and and so they have a lot of success so you could you know be lord and saying, well why don't we just do freestyle all the time um, all i know is we we've had that some have called this in, in american wrestling like a golden era we've had just a lot of success um, and so all of those guys are transitioning from college folk style while doing freestyle the whole they they it's are it's, off season freestyle yeah. you know they're they're in in season for wrestling is folk style um, but they spend their off season doing freestyle, which again, it's 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 just a different approach, but it's it's pretty much the okay. same. Yeah, same techniques. It's not like you're like getting your body to do anything differently. It's just like you got to be. Um, it's just you know different approach to how you score and, yeah. and, and moves that you would maybe take risks on. Um, so uh, I that's a great question, and it what it boils down to is. Um, maybe a decade ago we would have said, hey, we may need to really consider doing that. Meanwhile, uh, the last 10 years of USA Wrestling has shown, I think we're up for it. I mean, we've got, I mean, the last Olympics we had uh, two gold medalists. We had we David Taylor, gold medalist, stud from Penn State. Um, and then we had Gabe, Gable Stevenson, who's uh, uh, incredible, just an incredible athlete, and he was, you know, Won the NCAA championships as a folk style wrestler for Minnesota. Transitioned to freestyle internationally, competed in his first Olympics and won gold. And then even before that, Kyle Snyder and Jordan Burroughs and on and on. So there's been a lot of success. Um, I I don't know what the benefit – I don't know if there's a benefit. What I would wonder is, like, is there a benefit to folk style um, that maybe better equips them? That transition, or maybe breaks up the monotony of it, so you're not always just doing freestyle, so you do have this different approach mentally to things, and you're thinking outside of the box. That maybe those freestyle guys, you know, freestyle purists, are like, Oh, maybe I need to consider that. So, I don't know.
0: Um, so weight cutting is obviously something that occurs in, yeah, yeah. in, in wrestling, so kind of speak to that and how. How you do that safely at the high school, middle school level? How y'all approach it? How you communicate it to kids and parents? And just what's it? What's what? What can people be aware of? I
1: think I think there does need to be just transparency in it. And I'll, I'll say this: I think there's a lot of, and the, this is my wrestling apologist. I'm putting on my wrestling apologist cap. I, I think there is a lot of misinformation necessarily about um, about you know weight cutting with wrestling. That's the number one question you get asked. You get two. You get two questions. Do you have cauliflower ear? Yes, I do, and you get asked, uh, you know, oh man, tell me about weight cutting. And every every wrestler has their weight cut story. It's it's always like, and it's like the the fish you caught. It's always like, yeah, ten pounds every every fight. Man, I had to cut thirty pounds one time. It's like, uh, so every you know that happens. Um, I think there are rules in place now at the state and and uh, or at the you know state levels, and. Um, and even NCAA where they mitigate the risks and really what they do are they're they're mitigating the incentives of cutting weight, you know? And so it used to be back in the day you would cut, you know, you would do weigh-ins the night before. And so that incentivized guys like just cutting an insane amount of weight. They try to cut 20 pounds Um, for a competition because they felt like they could rehydrate and get prepared for the competition the next day so they changed that rule to now weigh-ins or an hour before competition so you just realize you know hey if you come in you cut that 20 pounds you're you're done like you're toast at that point so what i'll say is and so yeah weight cutting happens uh sometimes it is a, to the benefit of an athlete yeah uh like cut five pounds to make the, that lower weight class where you're stronger, that's reasonable. And, you know, once you understand the science of water weight and really what you're doing, it's, it's, uh, it's not that big. I don't think it's that big of a deal. And there don't get me wrong. There's also extremes to that. And you know, when you're, you know, when you're into that, um, what I would like to say is the nutritional benefits and the health and fitness benefits that I gained from wrestling yeah. because of weight management and being aware that that's the kind of stuff that you carry with you for a lifetime. Yeah. And so you're just, you're just aware of, Oh, there's a consequence if I want to eat that, yeah. or there's a consequence. Like, you know, you understand there's, there's a mathematic equation going on when you consume that amount of calories and you know how it's going to affect your body. And so that's, you know, to me, again, a day goes by where I'm not like making and you may maybe I'm a psychopath I don't know, but I think it, it is. It's, it's healthy to be like, I don't need that or if I do get that, I know what I'm getting myself into and I probably need to if I'm making that deposit, I need to withdraw something later. so
0: yeah, thanks for coming on the podcast man,
1: this is a lot of fun. I, I looked at my my, my my clock I was like, it's been that it's like that but uh, a lot of fun and thanks for letting me come on and talk about wrestling and share. And, uh, yeah,
0: this has been a blast, David. Thank you. NBS fitness radio. Thank you for listening to NBS fitness radio.